I think there's a delay because of the time zone difference. Right. Ted, like exactly where are you <laughs> right now? We'll leave that up to interpretation. But I'm in Canada. You're in Canada? Like, that is correct. Are you, are you on like the couch sitting like relaxing with a, a fire going because there's snow outside? And a bowl of poutine? Excellent. Actually, no. I was watching probably the most classic matchup of Iron Chef. <laughs> really? <laughs> it was it was Iron Chef Morimoto versus Iron Chef Bobby Flay. I knew Bobby Flay was going to be in there somewhere. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, there's only five of the Iron Chefs. Right? So did so. did Morimoto kick his ass? Um, actually, I didn't get to see the end. Who won, babe? Who won? Bobby Flay fucking beat Morimoto out? Oh, that's me? bullshit. Rigged. Yeah, I know it's that's rigged. total bullshit. But hang on a second. Let me re- let me tell you who the panel was. First of all, Penn <laughs> from Penn and Teller what? was on the panel. Like he yeah, knows yeah, shit. Like, exactly. The guy doesn't know dick. No you know, shit. He like, only knows like, like it, magic tricks. What, uh, magic tricks in Las Vegas fucking buffets. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Well, I bet you the guy can work a feather on a vice real good, though. A feather on somebody's balls, maybe, but I don't know about <laughs> on a vice. <laughs> so, so, Ted, um, you know, now that we down here in America have caught up with you. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you very much. You're a month and a half late. I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. to you as well. That's all right. So, um, so do you guys do like Thanksgiving today, though? Do, do you guys do like turkey dinner and stuff like copycats? Or do you guys have anything more unique that you do for the Canadian Thanksgiving? Poutine. Um. Well, do you want a lesson in history? Or? Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know. yeah, not everybody knows about <laughs> right. it. Right. I mean, we're thanking yeah. the pilgrims for mm-hmm. coming and taking America. Who who are you guys thinking? Um, I mean, it's 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 pretty morbid actually. Um, <laughs> Thanksgiving is, you know, truly a festival and celebration of rape and genocide. That's, um, you know, so, America. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Rape and genocide. Um, Is that sponsored by um, Yeti? Um, well, it, it it could have been. Uh, I think it's sponsored by. Um, it's sponsored by the Spanish and Christopher Columbus. Nice. But, um, yeah, um, but we do uh, we do have turkey dinner um, on Canadian Thanksgiving, and uh, my. Um, sister-in-law's boyfriend was in town and he's he's out of buffalo new york and so we celebrated again with with chicken wings capon wings capon wings okay yeah capon but like in buffalo style 
What are capons? What are capons? Half chicken, half turkey. Really? It's like halfway. Yeah. Kind of like a turducken? Kind of. But not one stuffed in another one. Just mixed together. So it's... It's a bird that's halfway between a chicken and a turkey. Uh, so what are you boys up to? Well, just sitting around here missing you. Yeah. Yeah, likewise. <laughs> so, you know, uh... I was, uh... Go ahead. No, no, no. I was, I, I was going to say, you know, I was ready to throw down when Johan threw those chirps out today. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm more than a thousand miles away, and I can't, you know, I can't throw person-to-person chirps back. <laughs> the, the art of the snapback listen there's no there's no count of mileage okay the internet makes a snapback immediate just all the way around the world yeah it's a beauty of technology so, so what was it that bothered you about what johan or as you say johan had to say oh, okay well um potato potato Canadian, we, Canadian. When when we did that, when we did that sandbar meetup by JD's, uh, the one that he did not attend. Johan mm-hmm. was like, "Hey man, I'll be there," and then he just didn't fucking show up. You know, it was just like, dude, you're gonna ghost, and then all of a sudden you're gonna like roll around up to the Oak Chill boat ramp, and creeping, jerk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you're a total creep, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> you know, the last time I checked. Last time I checked, when I launch my boat at the ramp or the landing or the put-in, I don't just, like, sit at the boat ramp, the, you know, landing or the put-in and, and just, like, hang, hang out. out there all day. So, like, I thought that was the, the gayest thing. The ramp, the put-in? Do you, want, do you want to know what the ramp or the put-in or the landing is in French? Oh, God, I would love to. <laughs> it's la mise. Wait, say it again. Say it again. La, like L-A, La, uh-huh. Mise, M-I-S-E, Mise. Oh, I La Mise. La Mise. The La Mise. Yeah, it, it, literally means, it literally means the put. The la put. La Mise. The- yeah. <laughs> you, you could also refer to... Ted, I could fall uh, asleep just hearing you <laughs> saying that over and over. I know it's inappropriate, but I, I might be rubbing myself. <laughs> <laughs> He's putting it somewhere. Right. The put. Um, <laughs> Is that like putting on the Ritz? Yeah, exactly. No. Um, I was just going to say it could be like a little bit more explicit in, the, in, in terms of how you describe what La Mise is, but you know, you're putting it. <laughs> Either way, you're putting, you're it, putting in. it in. Either way, you're putting it in. <laughs> Yeah. Let me tell you about a put-in that I really enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Tenkara? Oh, well, actually, I was just going there, but no. <laughs> you know, Ted, I have to, I have to tell you, um, as the creator of the Tenkara is the new anal sticker, you need to know that um, I don't know whether it's the content of the sticker or whether it's just the general laziness of Americans. We put a we put a a post on the Instagram and people were like, "Oh my god, I got to have that sticker. That's fucking badass. I got to have it. I got to have it." So we said, "Yeah, no problem, you know, just send us 
three random stickers out of your sticker collection, right. and we'll send you one back, right? Two. Yeah. One, two. Two people total have sent stickers for the exchange. And, and dutifully, we absolutely 100% sent them stickers in return. Good for them. But, Good for them. I mean, you know, is that really what we've come to, that if people have to do something beyond an exchange of currency – that well, no, that's be- all they're willing to do. <laughs> I mean, we've got a stack, a huge stack of Tenkara is the new anal stickers. I'm just, I, I do have to tell you though, and we'll it's it's kind of a social experiment. We'll see how long it lasts. One of the ballards in front of the uh, front door at the meth lab now has been emblazoned with one of those stickers, so that people <laughs> as they walk into the meth lab will see Tinkara is the new anal. So I'm just curious how long A it will last or B whether like people will notice it and be like Tinkara, like what the hell's Yeah, that? there's like probably a way to see how many people are Googling from their phone Tinkara. Out of Oak Hill, Florida. Out, yeah, like yeah. out of that gas station. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, hell yeah, love anal. <laughs> yeah. Google analytics, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Larry Larry, we knew that the Tenkara is the new anal sticker wasn't for everybody, right? Oh, you know, for it's, sure. I mean, it's a hard sell. Neither is Tenkara or it's anal. A hard sell. <laughs> and people want to talk. Yeah. People want to talk a big game. You know, they want they want to say, oh, I want that sticker. But what are you going to do with the sticker, man? Are you going to put it up? It's kind of like, kind of like, oh, you guys yeah, are, you you guys are doing a meetup on the sandbar. Like, I'll like, be oh, there. Yeah. I'm just going to yeah. start chopping yeah. the anal part out and putting it right next to people's Orvis sticker. <laughs> <laughs> Orvis, you read anal. it fast. Anal Orvis, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. Chevrolet anus, um, anal. You know, or, or Carl, anal. You can cut out Carl. You can cut out Tinkara, and then Orvis could become the new anal. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Orvis is the new. Or you cut out anal. Double Hall and say, right. "Do you even anal, bro?" Oh, <laughs> mashups. <laughs> It's going to cost me like six stickers, but this is going to get good. Yeah. Hey, Mark, Mark, tell me, tell me what it's like rolling up to dance class um, with one of those stickers on your truck. <laughs> <laughs> they sure didn't look your hat. Well, yeah, you know, I'm not well liked in that shopping plaza well to begin received. with. Yeah. So when, you know, they see that anal, you know, they... And, you know, I have a bigger vehicle. It's kind of like the white candy van that you tell kids to stay away from. The moms kind of, like, hurry up and shuffle the kids past it. And, you know. So, yeah, I don't know if we as Americans are ready for... (laughs) Tenkara. (laughs) Tenkara yet. Maybe it was a little too forward-thinking. Maybe we should send some to Europe or something like that. <laughs> like the European fly anglers. Yeah, yeah. Like those guys that, like, you know, live in 24 hours of darkness or 24 hours of sunlight in Scandinavian countries. I yeah, thought that's maybe, how Canada was, Europe. too. It's pretty much. Well, in some parts, some parts. But Alaska's like that. So I it mean, was. Why can't the rest of America? Why can't the rest of America be like Alaska? So, know, like so Ted, four hours of sunlight or darkness. Uh, you're you're pretty far north. So, like, like <laughs> how much how much daylight are you getting these days? 
So I'm definitely not north of 60. Um, <laughs> north, um, wait, north of I-4? <laughs> Are you north of I-4? <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I'm north of I-4. <laughs> <laughs> by, about, by about 1,500 miles. It's the corridor. It's basically the new Mason-Dixon line. I-4, you've got, that's Florida, and then the rest is just something else. Yeah. So what's going on there, Ted? We can um, hear stuff in yeah, the background. Yeah, there's stuff going on. Yeah. There's stuff going on. Yeah, no, that was me just taking a sip of my uh, my next drink. Um, Are you having a Caesar? And, uh, I am. No, actually, I'm, uh, I'm on vodka tonics right now. Um, I'm all out of Clamato, so um, Caesars are going to have to kind of wait <laughs> until, until the thaw, to the big thaw. <laughs> oh, make sure, yeah, Ted. Thaw. No matter what, no matter what you do, make sure that you're not using um, romaine lettuce as you know oh. garnish on your on your <laughs> on your drinks because you get that E. coli. The, the E. coli so is going I, around. <laughs> I went to the grocery store today and. Um, uh, obviously, I didn't pick up Kamado, but um, I, I walked past the lettuce aisle, and um, there was just loads of romaine lettuce, and the store manager was there. And I said, dude, like, don't you know there's a romaine lettuce advisory out? And he goes, I ain't eating it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just selling it, man. I'm just selling it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but to answer your other question, Larry, um, sunlight is uh, a rare commodity right now. So we get um, sun probably comes up at around seven in the morning and then sets at four. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah. So do you have so do you have snow on the ground currently? I do. Yeah, I am staring at about um, six inches of snow. Uh, it melted today because we just went back up above freezing so um fahrenheit or yeah, celsius you, um <laughs> i'm gonna try to translate this to well, zero zero would be yeah. celsius be. <laughs> so if you went up to about freezing why did the snow melt because you're just at freezing no, no, we were we were about five degrees above freezing, so okay. Celsius. Um, yeah. So you were like five C. Yeah, five C. Nice. Yeah, five Canadian. <laughs> five Canadian. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. And then, I mean, so do you have like a tanning booth in your house? Like, how do you how do you get sun? Yeah. Dude, I slide down to Florida, and that's how I get sun, man. That's, you know, you know they you sell know, light bulbs. Right. We had them in Alaska. <laughs> that supply you with the vitamin D. Oh, do they have special uh, yeah. light bulbs? Damn. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's uh, I, I, I get outside in the day, and luckily enough, work um, allows me to sort of travel to... Um, southern and west coast and uh, all kinds of interesting places so I do get some sunlight <laughs> during the winter I'm just worried as hell right now yeah so you're yeah. actually getting ready to head out to southern California and That's also right. what Houston and Phoenix like you're like yeah. the traveling man this coming week yeah 
Yeah, it's pretty lame, but um, I mean, it, everybody thinks that travel is pretty awesome, but uh, it, it really isn't, um, especially for business. I mean, like if you're if you're going for pleasure, you're going to do some cool things, like awesome. But um, the kind of travel that I do is definitely not glamorous. Um, but uh, yeah, flying to L.A. and then I got to fly to Houston. I had to cancel the Phoenix trip because I had to be in Houston. So, um, and then flying back from Houston to LA and then on the red eye back to Montreal on Friday. So are you going to bring your Ron really pocket fisherman? <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and the banjo minnows. Is, is that one of those, is that one of those like telescopic rods? That, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Like, it's like holstered, holstered on your, your belt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Ron Popeil pocket fisherman. <laughs> And the banjo man yeah. kit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't feel like you're gonna have um, that actually, much time to fish. So, so his Ron Papil is is he like just like phased out, or did he pass away? Oh man, I don't know. Well, I don't That's even a know. Long time because you know, wasn't there wasn't there one of those like that sounds uh, like a job for the internet? Wasn't yeah. wasn't there one of those guys that was like a. Big time. It was um, the OxyClean guy. The OxyClean oh, guy. Yeah. That's right. They and he thought, like he like fucking bought the farm. Yeah. He uh, he was in a, a commercial airliner and a bag fell out of the top on his head. No way. Yeah. And they <laughs> like out of the overhead, you know. Uh-huh. And um, they thought that that did him in, but he actually just had a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> Life's a bitch. That's terrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> and then the uh, the other OxyClean guy, or the the guy that did the sh- ShamWow. Oh, what that that guy was, was like, like young. That guy yeah. went to jail. Yeah. No he's way. In, yeah, he was like he's in prison. Killing women or something. for what? ShamWow. Yeah. What 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 did he do? He was a. Uh, he did slap chop. Slap chop, slap chop. Oh, that's right, the slap, slap chop. chop. Yeah. yeah, and he, he uh, yeah. I think he. I'm Vince. pretty sure he. You can make like pickle relish Vince. and uh-huh. like put mm-hmm. you some fucking eggs in there. Mm-hmm. Like make egg salad. Slap chop to person. Yeah. <laughs> pretty sure he's a sex offender. Oh. No. <laughs> that's Subway. Yeah. That's yeah. Subway. Jared. Jared. No, no, no. Jared is a pedophile sex oh, offender. That's, right. that's totally different. Um, he was in like a child pornography ring. Right. But um, Vince from Slap Chop. Vince. Vince wow. You know his name. Vince from, yeah. Um, well, he used to like introduce himself. He's like, Vince here. Like, what's up? You know? Yeah. And <laughs> he was like kind of creepy. He was like kind of creepy. Yeah. yeah. Well. Um, yeah. Like kind of like Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> so, so the ShamWow guy went to prison, and he did. So, so like, what is the latest like thing that's being sold in that type of environment? It's all this copper crap, copper pots, copper crap, copper copper bodywear, copper like. The Copper John, um, Copper John underwear. Yeah. So I feel like what I'm seeing on TV a lot these days is um, like those ultra high def sort of yellow tint sunglasses. Oh, you, you're talking <laughs> tactical. Like, you're talking tactical. Like, yeah, yeah. Or the, bell, tactical the Bell and Howl. Yeah. And then, the Night Ease. And then there's 
Yeah, yeah. And then there's the um, the 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 ten thousand lumen flashlight LED flashlight. That's also you know you can freeze it and um, run it over with a military style vehicle that you'll never own. Yeah, and it'll still work exactly. Um, and then um, the other thing is that I'm seeing is that like fucking flex seal tape um, is like they're they're gunning hard on flex seal tape lately. I don't know. They're mm-hmm. they've been on like a twenty week ro- twenty week rotation now. It's well, I mean, crazy. if you shoot I a cannonball want... at a John boat, that's right. <laughs> just get the... You know, I'll be honest with you. The, the John boat. Um, you know, like the screen door in the middle of the boat, like yeah. all that. That's pretty cool and all. But what I've always really wanted to get deep into and find out whether it's bullshit or whether it's real is the flex tape, I think is what they're selling, where they're like, we built this dune buggy. Oh, yeah. Dude. <laughs> Let me drive that motherfucker and you oh, tell yeah. me whether it'll stay together or not. That's what I that's I'm what I'm talking sure, about. I'm pretty sure it's just gas tape. You can go to the Home Depot and buy gas tape. You don't have to order it from Flex Seal <laughs> and wait a fucking week for your Flex Seal <laughs> tape. It's gaff tape, okay? <laughs> gaff tape as in like duct tape? Pretty much. Like what what like people tape down like cables and wires with. Right. It's like the black tape yeah. that's running yeah. across like the walkway with like a wire underneath it. Oh. Yeah. Gaffer, you know, gaffer tape. Hey, um, Tad, I'm not sure if you know or not, but Carl was a gaffer over at the uh, Florida Surf Film Festival just a couple of weeks ago. I was ago. a gaffer, yep. Yeah. Oh. And, yeah. Um, that's pretty fucking rad. Yeah. yeah. Carl was the fucking man. You know, Yeti was there, so that's pretty cool. Dude, was there like any Patagucia films? No, no, no. I didn't see much from them. Really? Yeah, there was a because I thought the Gooch was like into everything outdoors. Yeah, you'd imagine. Maybe I mean I don't know. Um, I didn't watch much. Can, can I actually talk about Patagucci for a second? Sure. Um, so I was hold on before you get started. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, just chill for a second before you get started. Just so everybody, because this is like it's not radio; it's a podcast, but it's it's theater of the mind. I want everybody to be able to close their eyes, not if they're driving <laughs> and listening to the podcast, but like just to be able to imagine what color Ted. Is your Patagonia <laughs> jacket and no or puff, puffy, vest. puffy vest? Puffy vest. What color puffy vest do you have? Me? Do I, what color puffy vest do I have? Yeah. I don't have. Patagonia. Yeah, don't, dude. I, I heard. Don't that, beat around heard, the bush. I heard the elevation. I heard. I heard that. Eh, me? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't throw away your puffy vest, did you? <laughs> I don't. I don't. Ooh, there was oh, again. There, yeah. that was again. There was even the double stutter. Anything. Okay. I've never owned anything Patagonia. You're a good um, man, Ted. At all. I knew I liked you for a reason. Um, all right, the floor is yours. Talk to me about Patagonia. So, so I 
went shopping this weekend with uh, my fiance. We were walking around, and she said, "Hey, I want to check out this, this this store. It's a store called like Sporting Life. I don't know. It's a fucking like European high end sports store. I was like, why do you want to go in there? Like." I definitely don't want to waste my time going in there. Like, let's not go. She's like, yeah, yeah. You know, you got to do it when, when you're getting egged on like that. So we go in this fucking store. Happy wife, happy life. Section. That's right. But they have this whole Patagonia section, right? And it's not just like your regular fucking run-of-the-mill Patagonia, like, uh, yucky vests and like sweater, this, that, and the other. They have Patagonia baby section. Oh, <laughs> April uh, Vokey endorsed. Oh, yeah. April oh, Vokey oh, oh, endorsed. Hang on a second. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Well, hang on a second. You know, you, you should have a certain amount of solidarity because you're both Canadians. Yeah. But continue. Yeah, but she, she, she declares half, you know, so I feel like she's abandoned Canada. And really? More. Oh, she's like yeah, a deserter. You know, I mean, like an expat. You know what? Half I think pat. she's just. I think she's just a resident. Oh, but but she is like truly, not in her heart. She's Canadian though. Yeah, like how can you throw another Canadian under the bus? Yeah, like, like you Ontarians in Florida. Yeah, she's West Coast. I mean, it's like a totally different world out there. It might as well be like a little Asia. I'm not even kidding. It's <laughs> is being eaten up by like these Chinese internationals that are coming up and buying everything and inflating the market it's ridiculous it's the so, triads anyway yeah pretty much actually it is the triad um there was a whole article released that the triad real estate market was ridiculous like i don't i don't want to get into this right now I, I, yeah, I don't i don't feel comfortable talking about this on the airwaves but going back to patagonia going back to patagonia which is in in um, argentina so, right yeah, well, correct in Argentina, <laughs> but it's also in our department stores. That's it's right. Also in our department stores here, right? So, um, walking around, and she's picking out these like fucking like baby Patagonia like snowsuits and this, that, and the other. And there's this one. Okay, you're like baby. It's not even snowing yet. What is what is the quintessential Patagonia color? Blue, mauve. No, it's a. I was going uh, to say purple. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. yeah, like a no. like a southwestern <laughs> yeah. design that's purple and aqua, is what it is. <laughs> okay, so we all have different ideas, but like essentially, she picks out this like fucking one piece, puffy, fucking baby purple snowsuit Patagonia with a hood, which is like lamb skin fur insulated and like duck down feathers there's like nothing more like non-eco-friendly than this fucking like killed lamb insert and like duck down thing wrapped and in polyester like, oh look at this what correct wouldn't the baby yeah wrapped in polyester wouldn't the baby look really cute in this i go yeah sure how much is it she fucking looks at the price tag it's like four hundred dollars it's like little baby ones yeah, mm-hmm. I said, are you kidding me and i just couldn't believe it right but looking around in the store i couldn't believe the number of people one you know i mean it was just the demographic happened to be these like you know young 35 year old hipsters like everybody pushing a you know baby in their stroller and stuff like that um anyway the whole point was they had this little baby section in the patagonia part of the store and it was just super high-end and crazy and you know larry i know you're you're 
very strongly opinionated against the, you know, faux eco-warrior that, you know, a lot of companies play, but they don't act, they, they don't actually, you know, well, you know really play it's, the part. It's not that I'm, like, against conservation. I'm actually very pro-conservation, but... I guess I'm more apt to step back and analyze that companies that beat their chest like Patagonia um, and tell you that they are the most pure form of conservation. And by the way, since we're the most pure form, this is how you should vote. We have endorsed this candidate or that candidate like you know go fuck yourself i can think for myself and that's what that's what's offensive and then you have somebody like april vokey who i absolutely fucking adore okay i want to go ahead and just put that out there i love watching april vokey and her stories on Instagram. 53-foot shitter, baby. The 53-foot the shitter, like, all of it. Like, she's really a down-to-earth person, but I feel like there's a certain element of her being taken advantage of because Patagonia has given her all of her babies, like, gear that she wears yeah. and all that. But at the end of the day... I think that the Gooch, Patagucci, Patagonia, is this wildly hypocritical concern that from whether it's Vietnam, Sri Lanka, wherever they're having their stuff done for slave Slave labor, labor and wrapping each individual piece in tons of plastic and shipping it worldwide, they're just like, you know, instead of preaching to me about who I should vote for while doing all of these things that most people would be like, oh, my God, kick plastic. Just tell me to be the best human being I can be and do my part where I can. But probably also lead by example. Yeah. If you got, right. you know, if there was like a T-shirt company that sent me a T-shirt and it was a, you know, maybe it was made out of some recycled shit or whatever, in like a paper bag. Like, hey, we don't use these plastic bags in here because we're trying to think about, you know, like not killing sea turtles. I'd be like, man, that's cool. Well, you know, okay. Don't tell me you're cool and then so, do the opposite. So, so I don't know if you guys, I don't know if you guys. Don't when you piss guys on my back and tell me it's raining, Ted. <laughs> well, you know, but I don't know when you guys go do your groceries at Publix or whatever. Like you, the one thing that I really love about Publix is that they have fucking paper bags that you can you can get. You don't need to. Yeah, they, they actually ask you paper or plastic. Uh, plastic. Right. Yeah, they ask you paper or plastic. My fucking local grocery store here, I don't have that option anymore. It's either plastic or reusable bag that I bring back. You know, it's like fuck. Yeah, how many turtles are I left in your area? Option. Correct. <laughs> Well, there are there are sna- there's a there's a big snapping turtle population in the river. Oh, wow. So so Ted, you you spend a, a decent amount of time down here in the uh, FLA, on the Space Coast around New Smyrna Beach. Um, there's a particular surf shop 
And here at that surf shop, they actually sell a little bit of Patagonia. And while I was in the surf shop over the last week, I was staying at the beach. Um, we're getting ready to do a trip out to Colorado. So trying to get the kids some warmer stuff. We're looking at a couple of different jackets, um, some, you know, different outerwear. And one of the girls working at the surf shop is like, hey, have you checked out the Patagonia? And I said, no, not only do I have I not checked out the Patagonia, I have no interest in looking at the Patagonia. And she was like, oh, why? And I said, because I don't do business. I don't support companies that try to tell me how I should look at the world politically. And she was like kind of a little taken back. And it was funny. The dude that was at the cash register was kind of just like taking it in. And we're back and forth a little bit about my opinion on the Gooch. And eventually he finally is like, chiming in and he's like you know their stuff is like twice as expensive as anything else in here and to be honest with you i get what you're saying most of the people that are buying it are just like buying it because it's trendy i was like boom there Dude, you nobody go nobody was buying patagonia fucking 10 years ago except for people that were like actually like climbing mountains or like fucking doing like these like crazy appalachian trail hikes that span a thousand miles or like you know the uh, the pct like nobody was fucking wearing patagonia like right. fuck you all of a sudden like and now patagonia it's, now it's like a political statement <laughs> that's it and that's yeah. all and and you know well, what a, you know what the sad part is there's the occasional Patagonia shirt or the occasional Patagonia vest or jacket that I'm like, you know what? I kind of think it looks pretty good, but you know what? I can't get past the, right. I want to tell you that you need to vote or I'm going to tell you that we've endorsed. Like, don't tell me who you've endorsed or don't tell me how to vote or don't remind me to vote. Like, just leave me alone. If I want to come buy your shit, I'll buy your shit. Stop well, preaching. Well, voting is trendy now, Larry. Voting is trendy now. Uh, the student population is all, you know, they're all endorsing voting. <laughs> yeah, but be educated about what you're voting on. Don't rely on I, I somebody else I to tell you what you need to vote on. That's my point. So, uh, anyway, we're, uh, you know, having a good time down here in Florida. So, um, we think that uh, the rumor on the street is you might be headed down this way sometime soon. Yeah, man. Um, I've got a uh, mid-December trip to Louisiana that I got to take, which is unfortunately work-related and not fishing-related. Um, so I'll be in New Orleans uh, mid-December, and then I fly straight to Orlando for two days, and then I've got a few days that I'll be spending in, uh, you know, just on the intracoastal waterway in New Smyrna Beach. So 
um, yeah, I'm going to be taking advantage of that come mid-December just before Christmas. We, we would appreciate it if, if you can provide dates and times where you might be at the boat ramp so that Johan will know. We'll know where to look for you. Or Johan. Um, <laughs> Johan can look for me. <laughs> drop, um, drop a pin, maybe? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll drop a pin. I'll, I'll <laughs> post on December 16th, <laughs> which is the Sunday. Um, I'll post on December 16th at 8 in the morning, exactly where I'll be. And that post will be live for 15 minutes only. And um, if you're there, you're there. If you're not there, then, you know, fuck you, man. <laughs> and there you go. So, um, Ted, we're um, approaching 40 minutes without a pee break. So we're probably going to look at taking a little bit of a break here. And uh, we're going to come back. Talk about God knows what, but uh, we're glad you could hang out with us for a few. We miss you, buddy, and uh, we'll see you in December. It's not that long away. Yeah, I'll see you in December. I, were we recording? Oh, we've oh, been recording we've been this recording. whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> uh, d- 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 <laughs> just kidding. Um, actually, uh, <laughs> just JK. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm super down, super pumped to be coming uh, into town. Uh, fuck Pataguchi, those fuckers. Uh, yeah, we'll so we'll, we'll talk soon. Have, have a good rest of the night, boys. All right, all right, buddy. Love you, talk Ted. Talk to you soon. Love you, long time. All right, take care, guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Brothers, you know so well. It started way back in history with that rap and me. My team. had a little horsey named Paul Revere. Just me and my horsey and a quart of beer. Riding across the land, kicking up sand. Sheriff splashes on my tail because I'm in demand. One lonely BCIP. All by myself without no body. The sun is beating down on my baseball hat. The air is getting hot. The beer is getting flat. Looking for a girl. I ran into a guy, his name is MCA. I said, Howdy, he said, Hi. <laughs> so, break is over and we are back. I'm here to tell you it's time to. Pay a little of the bills, Carl. Oh. Ooh. So, um, on one of the past episodes, oh. we uh, put a call out for Carl. Because Carl had a brand new fly box that was... In need of. Was, yeah. It was a little empty. Carl, where did, you get that, where did you get that fly box from? That was a, a wonderful. That was the Bugger Beast. The Bugger Beast. That I got from... Uh, Cliff's. From, yeah, Cliff's Bugger Beast from District Angling. From District Ooh. Angling, mm-hmm. our mm-hmm. friend Very Rich. Nice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it is Saturday. Small, so small business Saturday. Small business Saturday, mm-hmm. I hope. The website uh, is live. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
if he did not sell out of fish whistles, <laughs> then right. there's no God in there's, America. Right, right, right. <laughs> so that's all I'm saying. So Ben Thompson actually took the took the time to make sure that Carl's Bugger Beast did not stay empty. And he sent some pretty rad flies. So is Ben Thompson a recreational fly tire? Is he a... a um, he, he did not indicate that he was in the we business. Look it up. Yeah, let's look him up. Ben Thompson, 3-0. Ben Thompson, 30. Um, I believe Ben's just a fucking solid fucking guy. He's not like the... Uh, Hey, I'm a fly tire kind of guy. And uh, he said, I figured Carl's box could use some grape jelly. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not. Who's can't? I'm not a great tire. Most of these were. (laughs) This guy's really well versed. Leftovers from his Florida trip this spring. And uh, he says, thanks for the podcast. So there's a couple of. Ben Thompson's out of the Sacramento Valley. Palolo? Palolo, Palolo Worms and... Um, double bunny? A couple of double bunnies there. And then... Uh, oh, look at those. Dude, check out these uh, bait fish patterns that you got. Like, check this out. Hey. Oh, yeah. Dude, you better be throwing those oh, at, some, yeah. at some docks with... Uh, Big old dock lights. Hell yeah, dude. Like Heck yeah. mullet run going on, yeah. you're gonna be yeah. fucking gaming. Some good palm sizers right there. Oh yeah, those are some. Yeah, so Mr. Thompson is uh, big. Thanks to Mr. Thompson, he's out in Sacramento Valley, and it looks as though he does a little bit of everything. Really, he's got all kind of, you know, trouts or whatever those are. Truths, <laughs> truths. He's got truths. He's got largemouth. He's got a uh, tarpon in there. A couple of few tarpon. Oh man, he's, he's got a tarpon. Yeah, the tarpon. Waterfowl. Nice. Mm. Yeah. So he's well versed in the outdoor. Very. Where's Sacramento Valley? I'm gonna guess it's in Sacramento. Yes, it's, it's, it's California. Is it? Is it? All right. <laughs> <laughs> like out California. State capital. Yeah. Mid-state, I think well, you know. Sacramento's it, right. like mid-state. we got Hollywood, Florida, but it's not nothing like the real one. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, uh, Sean, up in um, the Pennsylvania area. Ooh. PA. In the PA. Um, Susquehanna. Susquehanna. I don't know. Susquehanna, I believe. Um Susquehanna Rod Company. He's actually a, a rod builder up in uh, PA. He was kind enough to send some pretty rad stickers. Carl, one for you. Decent. Mark. Thank you. The Susquehanna Rod Company. That's right. One for me. Oh, look. Not only did he send those stickers, he sent even more stickers. Stripper. Uh, <laughs> stripper. Here we go, Carl. 
Mark, you get sticker as well. And he sent a third variety, <laughs> the Susquehanna Rod Company. This one's pretty cool. I like this one. Oh, yeah. Mark. Oh, yeah. Awesome. So, uh, Sean, thank you so much, sir. Thank you. Um, I believe that you uh, ended up receiving a package in return that included maybe some Tinkara stickers that you probably shouldn't show your mother. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> uh, maybe a few extras here and there. Which brings me to the Tinkara stickers. So, Ted, as we mentioned earlier and spoke to Ted about, maybe the Tinkara stickers aren't for everyone, but there was definitely more than two people, more than two, that said, oh my God, I love that sticker, it's so funny, and only... Two people actually took us up on the offer of, hey, just send us three stickers, dig in your stickers, figure out, you know, you got some throwaways that you want to send our way, and we'll send you stickers in return. Specifically, the Tinkara is the new anal sticker, and uh, we got those two requests we sent those two out yeah. and the rest of you are absolute fucking pussies <laughs> so um i'm looking over right now we've got probably 85 90 of those stickers and um unfortunately so many of you are fucking pussies that they'll just price it there forever so if you do want um those awesome Tenkara is the new anal sticker. It's easy peasy. Throw a few stickers in an envelope, send it to us, and we will return the favor by sending you one of those stickers. If you're spooked, scared, whatever, then fuck off. You only live once, no one lives forever. That's right. Now. YOLO. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. I'm looking for my phone. I want That's where I have my show notes and I don't even know where my fucking phone is at this point well you uh, think it's outside yeah did I leave it out there on yeah. the skiff okay I've got uh, I've, I made show notes as well alright um okay so words or phrases in the fly fishing community that make you want to die inside <laughs> Oh. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so, the skinny thing. Skinny? Oh. I can't deal with it anymore. Yeah. I'm, I'm over it. Whether it's skinny culture. Yeah, skinny, or, yeah like skinny water. Ooh, that thing gets skinny. Yeah. I, I'm, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm I, no more. Skinny. Yeah. Um, I also have a, it, this is kind of a more of a general question I'm just going to put out there. Does anybody else really not like on the fly? Why is it the? Is there just one fly? On the fly. Yeah. It's, just on, it's on fly. On fly? Just on fly. Would you catch him on fly? No, catch I him caught on him on the fly. the fly. On the. Yeah. I don't get the the. 
Yeah, it's, it's it kind of. I don't know, and you can say it both ways, and people do. But like, ooh, on the fly. You know. Did you catch it on fly? Yeah. So, so that brings up. Uh, on the fly sounds like I'm on the run. Like I gotta, I'm busy. Right. <laughs> I got. I I'm gotta on go. the run. Yeah. I'm on the fly. Um, so. On the visual, on Instagram, or whether it's, you know, an old fart like me and it's something on Facebook, which even I don't even go on Facebook that much anymore. No. But, um, you know, the the different poses. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I've noticed over the last year that it's... You, you still see the full person. Like, you see the angler, but they're, like, looking down. You can't really see their face, but they're, like, looking at the fish as though they want to make love to it. It's Trying like to the, connect. The most important thing in their fucking life is this fish. But it's every fish. But it's every fish, yeah. or and and, and I I, I want to say our friend Ben has pointed out that like it's like that they lift the tail up really high and oh, the, the head down the low. tea kettle the tea <laughs> kettle yeah. you know like when are we gonna run out of poses because there, there was, was like the machine gun there was the cork sucker where right. you put mm-hmm. the fly rod in your mouth mm-hmm. and it's like you know I like to celebrate the fish and. When I do my Instagram posting, it's typically a picture of the fish, Mm -hmm. not the fish in me, just the fish. Right. Um, Or whatever other random shit I might see while I'm out there. But little or none of it is me Um, with with a big asterisk. and we'll get to that later. Like I, I did do like a rod review recently on my Instagram, but we'll, we'll talk about that later. But uh, what you know, like, and, and then there's the parrot where you you, you put the rod on your oh, shoulder. Oh yeah, I knew there was a good you know, and, and yeah. You got, you got the rod and the reel hanging on your shoulder while right. you're holding the fish, and. And if you can do the parrot with a tail raise, the tea kettle parrot, that that's even fucking more valuable. Oh, you like you're talking like if you make like a combination move. Oh right. yeah, yeah. Combo. Like yeah, if the, you tea kettle machine gun the fish towards the camera. Oh, is it a machine gun? Keep where, it, where keep it dripping. Yeah. Have oh, like that, super those wet. are called the drippies. Look at the fish like you love it. Uh-huh. And then also have the rod across, rod across your, shoulder. your shoulder. I think these elements add you add points for There's like scoring. Yeah. We can probably find a really high scoring shot. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure <laughs> I mean, is that take, how you reach legendary sure take long at yeah. all? Hero status. Hero status. Right. The hero shot. All right. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> I probably have done it. <laughs> not that. No, probably not. All right. I'm looking back at my Instagram. It's fish 
me, me. Uh, a lot of me lately. Well, I mean, you can even What's take up for with me. You I'm can take for example when we were up in South Carolina. Uh huh. And I got my first flood tide red. Uh huh. The question was posed. Well, where's your rod? Somebody asked you that. Deck. And I had to justify, hmm. confirm that it, the, it in the was water. on the fly on or the, or the on fly, fly. Yeah. right? And not a spinning rod. Like I feel it's almost justification. Like yeah, you look. I did this on the fly. Right. It's here. Like I did this on the fly, like you were on the way. I mean, to get some toilet paper, right? And then you just caught a fish real quick because you were like busy. You needed to get to the store for TP. Like, I don't understand what the ass. connection. I mean, I understand the connection between you and the fish mm-hmm. is the rod. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just a tool. You don't see a furniture maker, you know, throwing a hammer right. over his shoulders, taking a picture with. An Adirondack he just made. (laughs) I don't get it. Well, you know, what I don't get, I suppose, like you said, is the need to validate how it was caught. Right. And really, whether I caught it with a hand line or, or otherwise, um... The visual image doesn't matter because I can hashtag that shit. Ha- right. Right. On the fly, motherfucker. Right. The, the, the uh, one. There's one fly. That's why the fly fishing community is a little smaller than, like, bait fishing. Because yeah. bait, there's a ton of so baits. There's is one the, fly. We just share is, it. Is there, <laughs> is there a redfish on the mullet hashtag? Oh. Ooh. Or a, a redfish on... The no, no, no. The thumb burner. Well, okay, the cast net. The cast. <laughs> but, but, okay, so on the fly, on the shrimp fly, mm-hmm. on the redfish on the mullet fly, red flit, you know, on the crab fly. No, it's like, mm-hmm. so is it is it on the spin, on the thumb burn? Mm-hmm. I don't know, you know? It's just It just kind of irks me a little bit. The so all right, so we're talking about hashtags a little bit. So tell me, when is the last time you've hashtag or even tagged a company on an Instagram post? I do at work. You do? Who do you do? 3M and well, all grip paints and stuff. Do on you pers- really? Yeah. On a personal level, though. Uh, but right. okay, so so what does that get uh, in return? <laughs> what does that get you? Um, does it let your potential customers know that that's the products that you yeah, use and quality? Stuff that I use. And w- I believe maybe once in my entire life they've like reciprocated and put mine up. Okay. Tag them in it. Do you feel like it's brought you business? Probably not. Could it? Yes. Yeah. Potentially. Potentially. Right. Yeah. Okay. That would be the idea. It makes me look cool. No, so, 
Like, wait, I take that back. I, I I've tagged waterworks lamps and and I, I've actually done stories mm-hmm. and then I did an actual post on their fly rod that right. I just recently purchased and I I purchased it at a a very 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 discounted price. Um, and with that disclaimer that, hey, I got this really at a better price than you'll ever get, I took a chance. I I, I like the way it looked. Absolutely. Okay, I'm that fucking shallow. I like yeah. the way it looked. And because they were throwing a serious fucking like 70% off discount, I said, fuck it. I'll try it. And once I understood why I got 70% off was because the company made a very overt decision that they weren't going to spend a bunch of money in magazines doing print ads and all that stuff. They wanted to get it out in the hands of people that actually fished it. And they, genuine. And they said, if you happen to like it and can comment positively on social media, we would appreciate it. Right. Okay. I fucking love it. And, you know, do I love it because it's the best rod I've ever thrown? Fuck no. But you know what? Ask me what the best rod I've ever thrown is. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. Um, You know, I'm the kind of angler that whether it's rod A, B, C, or D, I can pick it up. And make it work and and feel comfortable. Like, there's never been a rod that I've been like, I absolutely can't fish this piece of shit. There's certain things I like about them, maybe I don't like about them, but I have a hard time articulating what that may be on the good side, on the bad side, whatever. But I know that when a rod works for me, it works for me. And that's what I found with the Waterworks lamps and rod was holy shit. Not only does it, it felt good. I, I, I literally 350 yards from where we're sitting right now. We have a little dock. I went down, I cast a little while right on the water. I liked it. It felt good. And then a week later I went out with my buddy Tanner and I had a five fish day. In my book, that's a fucking good day that's on a good Mosquito day. Lagoon. And it was because I was able to cast the rod where I wanted to put the fly, no matter what the distance was, whether it was short, close, and I had a close shot. So I had this fucking insane, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> fucking insane shot, right? So Tanner's on the back of the boat and we're pulling along and we're coming around a corner on the shoreline. The shoreline makes like a hard left and right on the fucking point, Bree Williams is the fucking stereotypical point redfish. And, of course, we see it late. We're like, fuck, there's a redfish. And the fish pushes off, but not like 
spooks off. It just like pushes off. But like before anything can happen. And I wasn't able to cast at it. And Tanner says, hey, it didn't spook. We might see it further down. No big deal. So we're like, yeah, no big deal. So like five, seven, ten minutes later, we're like on down the shoreline. I'm a lefty. So Mm -hmm. my preferred spot is from 12 o'clock to 3 o'clock. Right. Okay. But I like... 30, 40, 45, 50 feet out. Like, I don't want shit. Like, well, boom. I look down. There's a fucking red fish. Like, at my fucking feet. And he's not moving. He's, like, there. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Tanner, Tanner, Tanner. Don't push. Don't push. Because we're, like, three feet away. So I roll cast. Well, the fly is now like seven feet beyond this redfish. So I take my fly rod and I go from the roll cast. Now the rod is horizontal. Right. I go straight vertical. Vertical doesn't quite get it to where it needs to be. So now I rotate my shoulder around to the back and bring the fly. And when it gets above the redfish... I let it drop, and I see the gills flare. Now I look like the fucking Statue of Liberty. My arm is all the way back. My fly rod's extended out the back. There's no way for me to fucking do anything, but I just saw the fish eat, right? Right. So I drop the rod tip back towards myself, reach out with my right hand, grab the fly line, and fucking jack it straight up. It hooks the red fish and yanks its face straight out of the water. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Let go. The fucking red fish takes off. Put it on the reel. We land it. Get pictures. Yada, yada, yada. That was like the highlight of my Thanksgiving week. It was fucking amazing. Um, yeah, what you described as my worst nightmare is so you've got the fish. Now you're thinking, well... What are you going to do with it? What? You go into that different mindset of this awkward position uh-huh. to how am I going to set this hook? Yeah, I couldn't to, strip set. Right. I was like, like all did. So like the only thing I could think of was... <laughs> and I saw the fish eat. I'm like, what am I going to do? So like, I just reached out and grabbed the line and just like and set it. Like that. So. And that was, that was, that was with that rod. And like, you know, that had nothing to do with that rod, whether I hooked or did not hook that fish. But at the end of the day, just like fly selection, whatever gives you confidence. And I tell you what, with that rod lately, I've felt like a rock star. Like I can't, fuck up i've been catching the fucking shit out of fish so why wouldn't i continue to say hey this you have the opportunity to try this rod try this rod because it's fucking making it's making me happy so i'm uh kind of the same where i like fly rods 
at the end of the day much more than I did at the beginning. I could just get used to whatever's in my hand, and I just kind of learn it, and that's it. I mean, well, if I start out, I can, like, oh, this thing's really stiff, or this thing's a noodle. You know what I mean? Whatever. Right. Well, I start the day like, please don't fuck this dude's rod up, because you can't replace <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Shit. <laughs> And then, like you said, at the end of the day, you're like, oh, I got this now. It's, and it seems like um, the, the one you use the most, like, it, it's compounding. Right. You, you'll pick that rod up just because you're the most comfortable, comfortable with it. Comfortable with that's it. it. You know what I mean? And then you just kind of whittle your way down to, unless you really switch to, I don't know, tarpon from redfish or something. Why would you go, like... I don't know, one size or two sizes and have a different rod, different line, different, you know, different weight, different feel. I'll stay at like a uh, seven to go bass fishing and red fishing because that's the one that I just always grab and that's going to be the one in my hand. Right. I wouldn't go down to like a six, like, oh, I can be a little bit more sporty when I go bass fishing with a six. Like, yeah, granted, but. That's not the one that was in my hand at the time. I'll always go with that, like, trusty. But when you do, it opens so many more doors. What do you mean, like, different sizes? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, I got this on a six weight. Let's jump. Bye, all right. Yeah. I got this monster tarpon on a nine weight. Yeah. I mean, I would go, I would go. I like to kind of match the game. You know, I, I'm not the – I still don't like, oh, man, I'm going to go get the biggest redfish in the middle of summer on a three. You know what I mean? I don't, oh, yeah, I, don't I know where you're that. going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't do that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'd rather be a little overgunned. I mean, you don't make chronicles out of it is what you're saying. I don't make <laughs> – no, I don't chronicle <laughs> things like that. Because <laughs> I think, you know, you're just going to beat the shit out of stuff. You're just going to kill fish and beat the crap out of them. And right. I don't think it's going to be that fun. No, I, 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 it's what you're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just got to like hit the, uh, hit the trusties. Right. Each rod is different. Each one is going to perform different. It's, yeah. And I've got, I have actually have two. I have a seven and an eight in the same make and model. And it's not. That's not what makes a rod to me. So does the rod make the angler or the angler makes the rod? Uh, probably like the angler. The angler makes the rod. But it, and it's, right. it's the old, is it the Indian or the arrow? Yeah. It's the fucking Indian. Yeah. Right. But the thing is, like, the halfway through the day on either one of them, I like that one better. You know what I mean? But the... But to compare them, like okay, this is should be a lighter version of this. You know, the right. seven should be a lighter version of the. Right. It's not. It's there's a completely different feel. Right. Like I have a nine hundred dollar rod and I have a hundred dollar. I can fuck them up both the same mm-hmm. equally. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at any. I, right. I completely agree with you. Yeah. Like you know, you can take the same rod series. And you jump from one weight rod to the other weight, and the rods themselves change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like you said, 
it comes down to how does it feel in your hand? That's yeah. the biggest fucking thing. And I would tell you that the next time you hear somebody be like, oh, my God, you got to go out and get X, Y, Z. It's a fucking badass rod. Tell them to go fuck themselves. There's no way anybody. If somebody says, if somebody says, oh, my gosh, I just tried X, Y, Z rod. I loved it. You should go give it a try. Yeah. That's legit. Right. That's legit. And. To me, if you walk into a fly shop and you say, hey, I'm looking for a seven-weight rod, and the dude at the fly shop says, oh, my God, you got to have the XYZ such-and-such such mm-hmm. seven-weight, here you go, walk the fuck out of that shop. Right. Versus he goes, yeah, man, I've got like four seven-weights. Let's string them Let's up. Let's find you, out. You, you see which one works best for you. Mm. That is... Because, I mean, everybody has a different ability. Everybody mm-hmm. has a different... It's even like a style. Style yeah. is the right. word I was yeah. looking for. Because the way I cast versus the way you cast or whether the right. Mark cast is completely 100% different. Right. So, and there'll be people that you know, put a little bit more heart into it and people that are a little bit more ginger with it and, you know, a stiff rod versus a, a noodley rod versus a yeah, how for you, sure. just how you do it is a big thing. Right. And I think offering, like, I like to, to talk up the stuff that I have that works well for me. Like, I like this particular rod, you know, for this reason. Maybe you will too. Maybe not. You, I maybe, mean, maybe not. not. Yeah. I right. mean, com- completely depends. Yep. And I've had people pay. Oh, this thing sucks. And I'm like, that's my favorite it's my rod. F- <laughs> right. It's my go-to. Mean, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, and I've and I, and I think that was something between kind of <clears throat> a lot of spinning stuff and conventional stuff. It was a little bit more well defined. You could buy a a particular brand or a series. And it really was the lighter model was a lighter version of the heavier model, and you know all the ones in between. Right. They, they still had some kind of weird, like lineage. Mm-hmm. And you could tell what they were. Um, where the line has so much to do with how a rod performs, right? And where it falls on a weight of line, you know, all that kind of stuff. Oh, that it's just like completely yeah. different, right? You, you may buy. A particular fly rod and throw a reel on it with a fly line and hate it and try a different fly line and be like oh my god this i'm in it. love yeah. yeah yeah i think with the line being as important as the rod is or probably more important in some cases it's hard to like say I don't think anybody has that kind of, honestly, that kind of, like, feel. No, I don't either. And, and to trust somebody to be like, this is the rod for you. And, like, how, and, the and that's you the, how would you know? Yeah. Right. Well, and that's the funny thing is you have, and, and here, and, and we may have even talked about this before, well, how much does that rod weigh? Right. Well, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. what do you mean how much does it weigh? It's 5.6 ounces. Or right. Oh, well, it's like half an ounce more right. than than this other rod. 
So you're telling me that you can't fathom the idea it wore of, your ass out of, of, of a packet of sugar <laughs> fucking difference yeah, right like give me a fucking break oh we gotta send a big r.i.p out to the t-bore reels that i like oh yeah t-bores. what happened the smaller the, the backcountry t-bores gone really yeah. discontinued they had yeah. they had um why is that why did they get rid of them? I think just because they're a little bit of a lower price point. Oh, so and we're I, getting a little snootier. Uh, yeah, and I think they, you know, the demand for the the big dogs was high enough to where they're like we higher than we need to trim these out altogether. I don't know. It, all of a sudden, with them being gone and seeing a couple of things like eBay and some of the stores, or yeah, like, there's you know, a, there's Instagram a guy looking to get rid of one. Yeah, like blo- you know, blowing them out for like more than they were new. Like all really? of a sudden, I'm like, yeah. oh, people did like these. It's kind of weird that they got wow. rid of them. If everybody's scrambling for them all of a sudden, I like. I have one. I I like it. I think it's cool. It's a small. I liked them yeah. aesthetically. I've never yeah. fished one. Yeah, but I was like, it's a small. Right. This smaller, is smaller. a good own, looking reel. I own one T-bore, um, and it doesn't have line on it. It's brand new in the box. And it's the Everglades. The, oh, that's the bigger one. That's the one they still make, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah. this is an older Everglades. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I with know. the Hell's Bay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and with the red handle, it was like completely a special edition or whatever. I paid way too much for it. <laughs> but I wanted it. You because, wanted it. Yeah. I right. wanted it to go with my skiff. Yep. Um, so... I actually had the opportunity recently. Somebody had, uh, I don't know whether inherit, but inherited uh, the estate of an angler that had passed away. Mm-hmm. And um, I've always wanted uh, a Billy Pate bonefish oh, yeah. from Tibor. Mm. And lo and behold, there they are. Hey, you interested in any of these? They were all the anti-reverse, and I wanted the fucking regular... Just, just like direct. Yeah. Direct drive. Yeah, yeah. Direct drive. DD. And uh, unfortunately, it wasn't meant to be. I, I've never fished one of those. The anti-reverse. Bit, oh, I, I haven't either, and I, I don't want to. Yeah. Um, but like, the Billy Pates are like heavier, whatever. But they're just one of those classics. Kind of like, Classic, right? I want to say gotta, maybe those are those. They're, they're still have, being made. Are they? they are. Still being yeah. made. But I want an older one. But I, I wonder like if they phased them out with the smaller T-bore. I don't line. know. You know who's uh, a, a, a huge fan of T-bore and probably knows every model number, every fucking variation is Chris Adams. Chris Adams. Oh, Chris that's Adams. right. Yeah. 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 He lo- He's got a friend over there. Yeah, he does. Say, I think he got that he new sexy snow white. Yeah. Frost yeah. white, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because, I mean, I thought those are super cool. So, you know, let's hope that they didn't con- discontinue from that all the way down, like through the Billy Pates and the this. And no, that. I don't think I don't they'll know. get rid of the Tailwater yeah. and <clears throat> Spring Creek. Yeah. I'm not a a huge, like, big arbor. I have a couple, but you know, like just like really, Massive really reels. big ones. Yeah, yeah, me either. 
it kind of takes away a little bit. They're just as they probably don't weigh anything different because they're really like skeletal. You know what I mean? It's not like a full plate. They're pretty light still. I guess you can pick up line faster. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. I don't catch fish that big, so <laughs> <laughs> I strip all my fish. Yeah. Anyways. It's pretty much Tenkara. It's Tenkara with a reel. How many times have you hooked a redfish and you're like pinching line off on the rod while you catch up all yeah, the yeah. all the fucking shit that's on the deck, you know? Yeah. You know, redfish, I love them <laughs> because they're in my backyard, <laughs> but they don't even come they, to yeah. <laughs> Like, even a fucking three-pound little banana bonefish yeah. rips the fucking shit into the backing. Redfish, not so much. Yeah. It's a Luck mule. It. It's a workhorse. Yeah. Luck will do it. They'll move. They'll get out of their way a little bit. Especially depending on where you get them. You get them, like, out... Right out on a flat, they'll rip. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. By structure, it's just like a tug of war. Yeah, keeping away from the pilot. Yeah. So, in the uh, past couple of weeks, I think we've been gone. Um, anybody uh, seen anything? Heard anything that we? feel like we should be commenting on because uh mm. by way of what yeah i don't know just in general yeah i mean uh i went and looked at brian floyd's isla marine boat today all right let's hear that about pretty it pretty cool yeah so he he's from here he, he he's yeah. kind of a Edgewater, New Smyrna. Space Coast, Edgewater, yeah. New Smyrna guy. So he peeled down to the Keys. God, I don't know. They've been down there for a while now. And, the, you know, he's been running Isla Marine and doing all the restoration and repair stuff forever and ever. And he worked with Chris Morjohn and came up with, um, they actually came up with a boat. It would be maybe about a year ago. It was that lithium. Right. Boat. And it mm-hmm. was with partners and whatever, and they, I guess, couldn't agree on, you know, how things were going to go or whatever. So so they tweaked what they had to yeah. make it a little bit different. Yeah. So, the, so that eliminates the, the partners. Went, yeah. One, one way, and the deck went the other, and they, you know, whatever. So he figured out uh, his new hull for the deck that he already had, which turns out that he's going to change the deck a little bit too, you know, now that he's like this deep. So the, but he had, he brought a boat up. Uh, he's came up to see family and friends and stuff up here. Did a little demo day today. He, he used to work um, a lot at Gordon Boatworks, right? He was, yeah, Hell's Bay. Um, many, many moons ago. And then I think Gordon Boatworks and then Hell's Bay again. Okay. And then to Isla Marine, I want to say. But he's been around, he's been around that stuff for a, a long time. He actually had a, the like 27, the Hell's Bay. The oh, really? One. Yeah. Yeah. For Forever. And I, I, I'm pretty surprised that he sold it. He got rid of it just kind of recently. It was one of two that was kind of redesigned and actually worked. And that was, you know, that was his boat. He just loved it. And, it was, and he told me today, he's like, no, I got rid of that. I'm like, oh, that's. So is he going to be called out on, oh, that was my original design? I don't know. 
I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Chris Morjohn and him actually right. drew that one up. So probably. <laughs> so probably somebody's going to. Of just, course. Yeah. I mean, that's the somebody, skip world. Somebody thought of it. Somebody's right. gonna, that was mine. Yeah. Somebody's going to lay claim. Yeah. And, but it's, it's really pretty dialed. It's, it's a really nice, nice boat. And you can tell, I mean, you know, a lot of work went into it and a lot of time and it rides really, we went for, you know, just a quick ride and whatever. It's, it's sweet, man. I think he's going to have a, well, what would you say differentiates it between what's out there and what it is? I think he's done. There's definitely a size situation there where it draft is still, you know, fairly shallow. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be. I don't know if it would be like a Mosquito Lagoon boat. Could be. Okay. You know, it could be useful. A little bit like a, mm, like a larger, like a maybe a Maverick HPXV or a Marquesa or something like that. Does it have dead rise? A little bit. Very little. little. Bit of dead like rise. Five, yeah, about five degrees. But the the stem is really long, so the V uh-huh. starts really far forward. Okay. So it, it's it kind of cheats dead rise a little bit. Because it spans a little bit better, so it's a you know like eighteen foot boat or almost uh-huh. eighteen feet, but the bottom is almost eighteen feet as well. Okay. So it spans like a I don't know twenty foot boat wood or twenty one foot boat wood, so that's pretty neat. And it's just I think it's not really like remarkably like you don't look at it and be like oh man weird, but the what they did works really well. I think it's kind of like the devil's in the details. The boat rides super clean, super flat, floats really high, um, can turn in really well, uh, and pulls well. Well, and and I think the one thing that I found surprising was ninety horses on ninety the, on, horse, yeah. on the horse. Yeah, and, I mean, it's 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 a. The si- it's it's just a kind of a weird size thing because it's not like you get on it and, and think oh man I'm on like a huge you know like flats boat right you know but ninety horsepower does some pretty wild things on a skiff I mean we were really cooking yeah and then with that much power not using it for speed you can use it for efficiency so you know at like three thousand RPMs you're getting like ten miles to the gallon right so it'll go you know for these trips way back into the backcountry or whatever and go for days and days and days and, and never run out of fuel. So And it still floats high and still, you know, does what it needs to do with that big of an engine, which is kind of neat. So there's a, I guess it's one of those, um, you know, it's kind of the details and like what exactly you're going to use it for, but strong all around as far as, you know, build quality and that is great because... He's been cutting apart wrecked boats and faulty boats and rotten boats and all that kind of stuff for so long. He knows what to do. What to right? What to yeah? So uh, overall, I think he's going to have have a a good time with it. So after all, the the skiff that you were out on obviously is like kind of the proof of concept. Yeah. Number one or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Is he is he like all tooled up, ready to go? He's got a. He still needs to do some deck stuff. 
So the hole actually came out of a mold, his whole mold. Um, and the deck came out of the mold for the old lithium design. Okay. So it's been kind of trimmed and fit fit this boat. But, I mean, it still looks, it looked fine. Um, I don't think that's something you want to do for production just because it takes a lot of time, you know, to trim and cut. Right. And kind of redo everything. So he's going to do a, a new deck mold that fits, you know, properly exactly. first time. Right. Boom, boom, drop it on and go. But, uh, you know, as far as hatches are concerned and his, uh, his console's really nice, the cockpit looked really good, rod holders, all that stuff, you know, everything's pretty darn dialed. You know, it's a, it's a sweet boat. I think without, also without really wild um, composite stuff. It's pretty plain as far, you know, there's not, it's not full of... Uh, like carbon or anything like that, and they've just kind of it's used... It's just a straight-up yeah. vinylist resin. Yeah, but. yeah, fiberglass yeah. and core and whatever, and he just, you know, just used enough where he needed to use, and that's it. Ready to go. So, uh, but tell me, like, I know there's, like, different skiffs out there as far as, like, there's the Drake boat works, mm-hmm. and Drake is... Carbon and Negra post-cure epoxy. Right. So, and then there's the Chittum, which is carbon. I haven't heard of Negra. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But it's carbon infused. But is it a post-cure? No, it doesn't go in an oven after. Okay. So, What's the difference between the two of those? Um, I think it's like stiffness. Okay. Um, I can't really give you a definitive on Chittum's use of epoxy. I think something about that changed in the in like the in the Chittum timeline. So there were the early ones, the legacy. Uh-huh. Those were carbon epoxy painted. There was no gel coat on them because they said because it was lighter. But I think it's because gel coat and epoxy doesn't work together. That's like kind of the hard part. Okay. Um, I don't know if they figured that out, whatever. Um, but I don't. I couldn't be sure that those boats are all epoxy. And without the epoxy, carbon's not as good. Carbon and epoxy. Carbon and epoxy go together like. You know, peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, peanut butter and jelly, exactly. Um, So, yeah, there's definitely, like, a hierarchy of, like, what goes with what and works the best. And carbon and epoxy is pretty much a jam. I mean, it does pretty amazing stuff. Super, super, super light. Um, Super stiff. But, I mean, there's 50 ways to skin a cat. Everybody has their own little concoction, you know. But yeah, I think he's going to do well, especially being in the Keys. He's got a shop in Isla Mirada and right in the damn right fucking in the, middle. Yeah, yeah, right. And like you said, run across the bay up into the back country. Yeah, yeah. It's probably bigger than something we'd use here often, but there's a bunch of other places, a Tampa Bay, oh, yeah. uh, uh, you know, Biscayne Bay or something like that, where that would be 
you know, just enough, just right. And that's, you know, kind of like rods. You fish, oh, say yeah. you're a guide, and you fish, you know, two or even three people at a time. Right. And like a, you know, destination, a big fishing destination. A, a 16 tiller boat's probably not going to be the Not going to, right. You know what I mean? That's where you go up to like, you know, say even two anglers every day, day in and day out. You got three people in there, want a little bit more power to like get where you need to go, a little bit more space. Yep. I mean, it's pretty sweet, man. Pretty sweet. There's, huh. there's, you know, there's a seat for every ass at this point. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and more. And more. It's just what you want, you know? Thanks. Cool. Yeah. And that's uh, another design that more John's fingerprints are all over. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They did a lot of cool stuff there. Did- that guy has, like, really put a lot out there in the skiff world. Oh, yeah. Whether it's what? Anywhere from Piranha to fucking Hell's yeah, yeah. Bay. Hell's Bay. It's crazy. Yeah. The amount of boats that that guy is responsible for. Yeah, it is. And a lot of his just kind of weird, like, one-off stuff. Like, stuff that he does. Uh, the slippery dick and all that. Like, uh. all that stuff. <laughs> There's probably more of that than anybody knows out there somewhere. Right. Well, I mean, if you think about it, like if you pay attention, if you happen to follow him on Instagram, he was in what Panama and like came across like this European family that was building. Oh yeah, a fucking yeah. Um, dinghy based on his design before they like set off to go sail wherever they were headed. Yeah. They called it the pizza skiff. Yeah, it's kind of it, triangular in shape. Yeah, it's yeah. like, and, and they're like, yeah, we're building this skiff that some guy named Chris Morjana had built. And he's like, yeah. oh, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. Yeah. So. All right, fellas, what do you think? I don't know. Well, um, you know, I think that uh, this is one of our shorter ones, but. Uh, It's a yeah. holiday weekend. Um, Got a light crew. Little, we're still, we're probably still turkey hung over a little bit. Yeah, oh, yeah. sure. And, yeah. And, and to that end, I'm going to put you guys on the spot. Carl. Yes. What are you thankful for? Oh. Mm. Bongs, bruising bitches. <laughs> yeah. Mark. <laughs> I don't know if that could be followed up. I, I mean, it's not hard for me. I'm thankful to be alive. There you go. Amen to that, man. Mm-hmm. And then friends and family. For sure. Um, you know, 2018 has been a fucking weird year for me. And, uh, I'm just thankful for the clarity that it's brought. Like, to be able to measure out what's important, what's not. Mm-hmm. Um, to be able to see who's important in my life 
and who's not. And this time of year is an awesome time to reflect on who your friends are, care about your family, and take care of both of those because at the end of the day, that's what you got. That's what we have. That's what you got. So uh, I feel like my answer was really shallow now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but Carl, that's why we've that's got priorities. you. Right. That's priorities, right? So I got you here. <laughs> it's the. I mean, hey, I'm, I'm going to call on Carl first, <laughs> and then the rest yeah, of us are going to be like, in. "Yeah, yeah. we're good. <laughs> we're good. Our wives are going to be happy with us." So, uh, um, I think that. Very soon, believe it or not, Andrew's going to be back up this way. Whoa. Yeah, possibility. I think that might coincide with um, Ted being in town. Mm-hmm. So, oh, it's um, going to be a jump off. It's, it, there's, <laughs> there's the potential for full crew. a full crew, full rip, um, just insane on the membrane kind of podcast coming up and uh oh i've got a we also have a line on weird meats too <laughs> oh you do yeah, oh that's the, right that's the, right don't whatever. say oh, any, yeah, yeah. don't say no more say yeah. no more so um exotic meats yeah you know we, <laughs> lots of it <laughs> we um we're hoping that uh, sooner rather than later we'll be able to get together get another one out um and uh, until then, it looks like Mark is rapidly approaching being able to pull the trigger. I'm, I'm still looking, so we can. You're still looking? We have All a little right. bit of time, yeah. All right, I gotta, cool. So I got, still got a little bit more beer left. Mm-hmm. So we're good. The uh, Any fishing trips coming up? You got Colorado. Um, yeah, actually, I'm headed to Colorado um, very soon, sooner. Is it Christmas? Um, yeah, over the Christmas holiday, I'm going to get out there a week prior to Christmas and, um, I'm out there for a little over two weeks and while I'm out there, I'm going to hopefully with the assistance of the careless one, uh, get to get out and fish, see if I can't stab a trout in the face and, um, Beyond that, when we get back, my goal is for us to do a little trip down south and hit the Everglades for a skiffy kind of camping trip. Yeah. So. I'm with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it'd be fun. So the bugs will lay off. Lay off. Oh, for sure. By that that time, we're going to be good to go. Yeah. And, um, Into the new year and probably just bum around here for the most part. Nope. Yeah, until, God until Almighty! You know, like the water's so fucking yeah. high right now. Hopefully yeah. that it is. It's uh, it's amazingly yeah. high. But you know, let me let me just before we punch out of here. Jokingly, Ben and I a couple weeks ago when Ben was in town, there's a video floating around on the interwebs about like you know how do you pick your fly or whatever. Case in point, Tanner and I and Billy and I both went 
I I went fishing with both those guys over the past week for the vacation. And on each of those trips, we could not have fished more opposite flies. When Billy and I fished, I fished a very light tan colored fly. Billy fished a black fly. When I fished with Tanner, I fished a purple and black fly that sank. Tanner fished either a light tan sinking like crab fly or he also threw a floating surface fly. And no matter what and who was throwing a fly at what, we were all catching fish. So just goes to reinforce, while that was a humorous thing that Bill, uh, that Ben and I did, it's the fucking truth. It really comes down to what do you fucking have confidence in? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you have confidence in it and you can fish it, you're going to fucking get the fish to eat. I remember have fucking like fun. fishing kind of local tournament stuff as a, as a young man. The uh, you had like your confidence bait. Uh huh. It might not be the bait that you knew it wasn't the bait for that situation. But it was when you got it out to get, to <laughs> kind of get your feelings unhurt yeah. for a while. <laughs> right. This is it, man. This is it. You know, you could switch again after, but you just had that particular. You needed. You had you needed to, to come yeah, out of the game. It, it wasn't for the fish. It was for you. Yeah. <laughs> now I, I will tell you that uh, in the last couple of days, I've tried hitting the ponds around the neighborhood. Slow. Fuck. Like I don't even think there's huh. any fish in the fucking place. Huh. I haven't been to ponds lately. No, I'm yeah. doing it. So uh, I've been very disappointed freshwater wise. But uh, hey, it is what it they is. They got acclimate. It cooled down. Yeah. It did. Cooler weather to come. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, we had a couple sweatshirt days already. Oh, there's going to be more Eesh. this week. Yeah. <laughs> be digging it <laughs> all right all right guys so we're gonna peace out and we'll catch you in a week or two maybe maybe, maybe. Spring. well we're still here it's playing turn the volume up on your phone yeah <laughs> now you killed it it was playing it sounded like randy travis is that what you're trying to play randy travis you trying to get in my pants? I don't know what's going on. It's, it's broke. No, I hear it a little bit. I can hear it. Is that Randy Travis? I don't know why it's so low. Hmm. Well, just imagine Randy Travis right now. It's, it's you know. <laughs> Hold on. Who is it? It's Sturgill Simpson. It's Sturgill? Yeah, in Bloom. Who the fuck is Sturgill Simpson? <laughs> Some guy. <laughs> Just leave it going. He's a one who likes all our pretty songs and likes to sing home and likes to shoot his gun.
So uh, it looks like uh, he has risen. What's ben that? Pickett has rejoined <laughs> the party. Good morning, Vietnam. <laughs> Wanted to do that for years. And then there's five. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. actually not morning. It's well, it is morning. No, it's, it's, morning. it's almost one a.m. Yeah. And uh, we've we've got all sorts of people that probably should be in bed by now because uh, Ben, we need to get you back on an airplane to Colorado. Yeah, but I can morning. sleep all day on the way home. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, I also have to get on an airplane going to Tennessee late tomorrow afternoon. So Tennessee. it's going to make it for a very fucking long day. But. Uh, <laughs> Mark's retired. Yes. Yeah, so I'm gonna, yeah, he's just like, whatever. I'm just doing my thing. <laughs> I'm just going to dip the old salt marsh in the water and kind of, eh. I'm not looking forward to uh, transitioning to the cold weather tomorrow I'm not evening. looking forward to this winter um, at all as far as fishing. Well, I'm just talking about, like, personally. Cold weather. In less than 24 hours, I'm going to be somewhere where I'm going to be fucking freezing. I bet it's worse where I'm going. Oh, I'd say it's probably colder. Comparable. Colder, but the misery that can come down in East Tennessee is it's cold and damp. And you get yeah. the boat right. chilling humidity. Now, are you expecting this to be an off year, Ben? Or for snow? Right. Um, I'm I'm no meteorologist, but uh, I'm expecting a good year. I think. Um, our trend right now has been really good. There's we got our first snow in August, and I think the the first snow that actually stayed around on the peaks was I don't know September for sure, like mid September, and it hasn't melted. So my uh, official careless Ethiopian weather forecast for twenty winter twenty eighteen nineteen is optimistic. I think. My local ski resort, Winter Park, will get 400 inches. Wow. Which is a lot. Average is about 350. I think I'm. I think we're in store for a big year, and I'm basing that on absolutely nothing <laughs> except how I'm feeling right now. Right. Just yeah. right. So, so parking lot grilling weather. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. Which uh, uh, you know. I don't know if you're aware of this or not. That's uh, my plan is to go out and visit <gasps> and what? actually take in <clears throat> Lot D. Sea Lot. Sea Lot. Sea Lot. Mary Jane, Sea Lot. Um, Larry will be there the week before Christmas on Thursday, and we will be there. So if you guys want to come meet the salt bum. <laughs> that will be an opportunity for you to you buy him to beers. Drive all the way out to Colorado. And yeah. happen to be in Sea Lot. You know, there are people in Colorado that listen to this. So, oh they, wow, yeah, they can actually come up and and do a day trip. It's only like a six hour drive either. Oh, way. day trip, easy yeah, peasy. Day trip, day trip. So, I know that up in the valley where you are. If there's snow or even, I mean, it's not even snow. It's cold as shit. So like, <laughs> around Christmas, the, yeah, yeah. So so there's not a lot of fishing opportunity. But I'm also going to be out to the west of you at a lower elevation, I believe. Yeah, uh, around Steamboat, right? And I believe there's actually 
the possibility of maybe some fishing. There's possibilities where whether you're around my way or up that way, but it's very limited, and it's a little bit dependent on weather. But it's uh, predictable. I mean, you you gave me a whole lot of different areas, so like some of them blend together. But I thought you said that there was like something like goes right through town. That's not steamboat. No, there is one that the Yampa throws flows right through Steamboat, but there's a chance it could be frozen when you're there. Oh, okay. It depends on the a lot of the weather. It just depends on the how the season goes. And then outside of town there in Steamboat or outside of Steamboat, there's the Yampa Tailwater below Stagecoach Reservoir, which will be open, but at that time of the year the road is closed, okay. so you will have to Find somebody with a snowmobile to make. Well, maybe you, you know, if if you're the common folk, you walk a mile or two from from the nearest access. Or if you're the elite crowd, you, with a Subaru. Yeah, no. If you're the elite <laughs> crowd, you hire the guides and snowmobile nice. in from the other side. God. And but uh, you know you you're not really elite. I'm feeling no, a road trip, Carl. Elite at so all. That's probably not going to happen for us. No. Um, I can't hook that up. Uh, maybe you can, or maybe uh, someone listening can. Hey. Anybody from Steamboat Fly Fisher or Yampa Valley Anglers or Straight Line, and I'm just plugging all these people that I have no affiliation <laughs> with. But hey, we'd like a snowmobile ride into Stagecoach Tailwater if you want to hook us up. I'll, I'm game for that. Would we be using like a five weight if we did that? We'd be using a five weight and we'd be nymphing. Okay. But I mean, it's gay as it's hell. Your own <laughs> no, that's without the bobber. Yeah, that's but the, that's what you're not supposed to look up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're Hashtag your own nymphing. Do not that's, look it up. Oh, now. you're right. Yep. I remember it's it. Not now. No. It's not pretty. Yeah. yeah. That's it. No. Uh, <laughs> this week's term, not to Google. <laughs> Or search Euro. Euro nymphing. So it's gonna we're gonna be limited to tailwaters below dams unless things turn out to be really warm and then we can go float. Uh, Which unselfishly I hope that's not the case because the purpose of the trip is to ha- have a good time, you know, with a lot of snow. So Yeah, right. For for your family's sake. Yeah, Yeah, sure. So And we we're gonna we're we're gonna go we are gonna go fishing but it's gonna be regardless going through the motions. That's right. Like gotta check the box. Don't expect much. Uh, we're gonna get some footy for the boys and some shots for the gram. Uh, hopefully holding a fish, but don't expect much, man. I'm just not a big winter fisherman. When when winter time comes around, I'm in ski mode, and my fishing consists of either entertaining someone from out of town or going south to salt water. <laughs> That's how I fish in the winter. I don't go. fuck around with the the winter time shit too much, unless it, unless it's mild and we can go float. Then I'm totally down for that. Otherwise, like I told you earlier, we're gonna. If you want, really want to go fish, what I would do is I'd drive down to Glenwood. And yeah, go, but it's, go, that's six no, hours we're, we're, trip. We're not just the driving. Part. Oh, that's a day drive. No thing. It is day for trip. me, but he's, he's, <laughs> it's not what we're gonna do. Hey, you know, I, I confided in Ben that launching from the east side of the lagoon was like. <laughs> Pretty traumatic for me. Right. Oh, absolutely! Like, right. I, I probably, That's a haul, I probably right. changed three zip codes and at least one additional county away, yeah. and that's 
huge for me. Well, and it gets away from the whole banker's hours type philosophy is let's make it easy and casual and chill. Right. You know? so. Yeah. So I appreciate you taking me down there. Absolutely. We got to meet up with Mark, and it was a, it, we had a good time down there for sure. So we saw Fernando. That's right. I mean, can't, can't beat it. <laughs> I mean, have you seen him, Carl? No. I... Mr. No. Piggott? No? See? As of yet. He is real, so. Yeah. For, Anyone that's heard about the the Flamingo and Mosquito Lagoon. He, he does exist. Yeah, man. And his name's Fernando. Yeah. He's finger mullet out of yeah. your hand. And address him as such. <laughs> <laughs> he will respond. Yeah. So... So what what do you want to do uh, fishing wise when you come out in a couple months? Man, I'll be honest with you. If you can take me up to Brown Town and get some <laughs> butter going, I you want to find Leroy? So fucking stoked! <laughs> <laughs> so buttery, dude. We're gonna go find Leroy. <laughs> I am just trying to keep it real, man. What ha- what hashtags do you think you'll be breaking out? Ooh. Oh, I mean, you surely you're planning ahead with yeah. your hashtags. All right, my my primary hashtag is going to be kicking it in the ice hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Um, that's pretty much it right now. Okay. Well, we'll butterball standard. But but kicking it in the All ice right. hole is like tops. Okay. Black diamond don't have shit on me. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully it's not freezing ass cold because there's, there's, there's a good chance it will be. Hashtag not at all careless, <laughs> only huge. Premium content of the frozen guides to show you're huge enough to stick it out. Mm. The frozen guides. No, we're not doing that. That's no. been done a thousand times. We're going to um, go for some OC here. Fresh, okay. Yeah. I'm going to probably go to Louisiana. Hashtag you pump- and everyone else. Hashtag pumpkin patch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pumpkin Did we miss spice. the opportunity? It's it's uh, Halloween right now. It's actually it's, it's, it's over. over. It's yeah. over. Uh, we're it's a couple hours yeah, past, past yeah, we're, Halloween. We're past Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the I guess really what the next uh, big holiday is going to be uh, Turkey Day. Turkey Day. Gobble Drum gobble. Uh, I'm going to be staying over the beach, uh, New Smyrna, for for Thanksgiving. So uh, probably after Thanksgiving, be back over here in the chill. And uh, kind of looking forward for Thanksgiving this year. It's uh, one of my favorite times of year. Mm. Yeah. You get together you with get together. and family yep. and, you know. Eat turkey. Eat some turkey, some taters, some stuffing. Mm. Stuff yourself and then take a nap. Yeah. That's that's yeah. the highlight that's for me living. is that nap. Well, speaking of naps, I'm pretty close to uh, being ready for some shit. It's about that time. You know, Ben, it's it's like a yawn. It's contagious. And since Ben Pickett has already, like, sacked out for a little bit earlier. Right. But he's ready like, to go. I have this heightened <laughs> yeah. awareness that, that, that mm-hmm. I am ready after spending three days in the sun. 
and yelling at this trout winning. <laughs> oh Colorado. my god! You know, See, I, I, you know, I don't know, know where Larry. I, never I was gonna say I don't know where Larry gets this <laughs> stigma it's, it's, of being a tyrant yeller. <laughs> he know. can be very. St- it's not. He doesn't yell. I've been. Uh, I've been with some yellers. He's not. A, he's not a yeller. But man, he makes it known his disapproval. <laughs> <laughs> disapproval yeah in the most subtle ways whatever you said today it's disconcerting when I'm, when I'm, when I'm, when I'm rubbing the boat up against the side of the bank yeah. I'm not I, I've, you're I've, like I'm not doing it on purpose and I was like I know nevertheless but it's, it's disconcerting, disconcerting. <laughs> <laughs> and, and but we and covered that can, earlier I was merely doing that to make sure that you were on edge and getting the full experience <laughs> I I'm really looking forward to yelling at Larry in my boat and maybe putting him on the oars and yelling at, at him even more. Well, I you mean, to, <laughs> you know, not to take anything away from your experience, but he did the same to me. Hey, it's how you learn. There's a stick. There's a log. Don't hit them. Right. <laughs> Grant, I had a little more leeway to get around them, but... Uh, I mean, we went over top of a couple too. (laughs) That's how you learn. (laughs) That's why. That's why I said when I get my first skiff, it's gonna be a beater. Just put that on my tab, Carl. Just put that one on my tab. Ben Ben did throw a little shade about you. I can't wait till till you're in my rat. I'm gonna have you row. Oh, absolutely. I said, fuck yeah, you are, and I'm down. I'll yeah. row you straight into the was, bank. And he was like, he was like, I'll have you row backwards through the rapids. I said, not a fucking problem. I said, you know what's going to be great is I'll fucking up the ante. You, you're going to be fucking blindfolded when we do it. Yeah. And I'm going to scream a couple times just to see you, sh- you know, you pissing know, yourself. We're actually going to do this too. Like hey. we made a blood pact. I have a tattoo of the. the just. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no. how hard can it be? You're in a fucking rubber boat that bounces off of stuff. Well, that's why I'm willing to let you do it, because it's a rubber boat that bounces off of stuff. If it was a drift boat or, a, or you know, fiberglass or something, then it's a uh, higher consequences. But I'll let you pinball down the river. Yeah. I'll let you do that. Yeah. You know, my, it, boat, my, boat's old be- my boat's older than yours. The, is the, irony, the irony is, you know, he's like, you know, I'd let you do it, whatever. But I won't. <laughs> I'm gonna be on the sticks but, but all day. The thing, is, the thing is, I have road. I have. I can the line. South Holston. No, the Keyseralic. The easy flat parts. No, not at all. I did I? Did I? Row I, a majority of the time? Hell no. I don't know what you've rowed, and I don't know how hard it was, but. Or easy. I'm going to be on the sticks the whole time so you can catch fish. As a novice, I would have more faith in myself pulling than I would rowing. Oh, it depends on what river you're on. I mean, a lot. Some no, regardless, are, we could be on a lake. Some, <laughs> <laughs> so some rivers are low consequence or lakes. And not that the rivers that we're gonna row are like crazy high consequence, but you can get yourself into trouble. I just think it would be like pretty easy to 
row in circles. And if I'm doing that, I've already got Ben beat. <laughs> I mean, you're going down river anyway. Right. No matter <laughs> what, you're going down. <laughs> Until that wind blows you up river. Because where we and, are, and that actually, wind. actually, didn't we wind, talk about that? That we, wind always blows upstream. We were our rivers go west or east to west, and the wind goes the opposite direction. Okay. Just where we are. So you're always rowing against the wind. So that's why sometimes bankers' hours don't work for us. Right. Sometimes I like to get out early because that wind comes up in the afternoon. Yeah, There's nothing the worse yeah. than the wind blowing to the point where they have to spin the boat around and like row right. down the river, yeah. and you're like thinking, man. And I mean, the water is moving, but that wind is just holding you steady. It will blow you back up the river. Yeah. Like, that's why I'd always get on a raft with one of those little kicker motors, yeah, so I can just crank that. it up. And that's kind of that's. <laughs> you notice Doggy Daddy has yep. the kicker. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He also doesn't have rapids. <laughs> no, I don't think. You don't think he has curds and ways. I don't think he has rapids. Is that the difference? He's floating flat water. No, you can take a motor through rapids if you <laughs> lift it up. But I'm, I don't know where I'm going. But <laughs> I don't even know. I'm just trying to justify something. Uh, I'm just trying to make myself sound. Awesome. All right. Well, at the end of the day, what I believe is no matter whether we're pulling a skiff or we're rowing a river, it's about having a good time. Damn right. Absolutely. Which, which there's no doubt about it. And even if we, we have the shittiest day that. ever, we're going to still have a good have time. Have a good time. That's right. Yeah. So it doesn't matter how many fish are caught, how windy it is, how no. rainy it is, how cloudy it is. You got you and your boys on the boat. Going to have a good time. Good time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been proven time and time again for me. So... I think probably the next time that our good friend from Colorado, the mountain hippie himself, the careless Ethiopian, a YouTube superstar, Ben Sittig, will be back here in Mosquito Lagoon is probably in the time frame of February or so. And uh, maybe uh, prior to you coming down in February, we can... Uh, Plan a meetup out on the sandbar. That sounds great. Absolutely. And uh, maybe maybe some folks will come meet up with us and hang out, have a cold, frosty beverage. And uh, some will get there, some won't get back. That's right. <laughs> depends on depends on if you break your pull cord. So hey, now I was it'll, referencing it'll be fixed myself. by then. It'll be fixed by then. Uh, that's true too. But yeah, we're we're planning on, or I'm planning on being back here in February. So I highly encourage anyone that wants to hang out with us to, to come say hi, man. We're, we are accessible. If you want to talk to us, please hit us up in whatever messaging forum you can find. And if you want to meet us in person, come on out. Click the link and smash that subscribe hit button. Hit that like button, link in bio. <laughs> and uh, a little bit of plug for myself if you guys I, I, I'm starting a YouTube channel if there's anything you want to see let me know nudes and, and we'll see <laughs> you don't want to see that and meanwhile stay huge huge <laughs> Oh,
Ethiopian. If you like the music you've been hearing, hit me up and I'll put you in touch with my playlist so you can enjoy this music. 